0: What's up everybody, it's Jeffrey Lyles, you are listening to Lyles Movie Files, All is Well, well maybe not all is well, because today we're going to be talking about Tyler Perry's latest movie, and that most decidedly is not well. We're also going to do this thing that we were talking about yesterday on our last show, about the most inappropriate directors for classic films, so I hope you guys have your list ready, because I think I've got some doozies. All right, so joining me today is little brother Jace. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing good, man. Uh, I, I watched Bad Boys last night, man. I was I was really excited about that. Then I did a, this assignment for this podcast, and then I promptly went to sleep and wanted to judge it. So I'm ready to
2: podcast.
0: All right, Gunner, we're not talking about it yet. But how are you today?
2: Uh, I'm good. Recovered from watching it because I watched it this assignment like days ago. So I'll recover. I probably should watch Bad Boys 3 because I'm really was excited about it. Just hadn't had a chance to watch it. Other than that, I'm good.
0: Well, there's no reason whatsoever not to be excited about it. Bad Boys 3 is the truth. Bad Boys for life. Yes. And I'm already set ready for the fourth installment, which hopefully will not take another 12, 15 years kind of set the path for him and lex Luthor to have this alliance to take down leviathan which is so exciting to me is a long time superman fan because lex luther and brainiac mm-hmm. it's so right. um supergirl is still doing her thing so now let's get into this thing that i've been trying to avoid but i think it's very important and necessary for our show today so uh i love my parents my parents are great awesome people but Their taste of movies is a bit skewed when it comes to movies featuring people of a certain hue. So if people of said hue are in a movie, it automatically goes up two to three points. Like, sight unseen. So if a movie is a zero, because it's black people, it'll get a three. I do not subscribe to said theory. I base all movies on the same guidelines. Are you good? Are you good for your genre? Was I entertained? If I had to spend $20 for this movie or spend two hours of my time, would I like this movie? And that's how I base my skill. Tyler Perry um, tends to. How do I describe this? He, he makes movies, and Tyler Perry knows his audience. His audience, very much like my parents. Cool, Tyler Perry. I'm going to go see his movie. It was good. Tyler Perry did a movie with black people. Good stuff. I'm not among this. So, when Tyler Perry debuted his new movie on Netflix, A Fall from Grace, my parents were like, Oh, you've got to see this movie. It was so good. My dad, who tends to have slightly better taste on movies than my mom in terms of black movies, fell asleep in the last half of the movie. But he was interested to see where it went. So, mom and him watched the movie again the next day. So, I'm like, Well, typically, I have my beep, 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 warning alarm clarion going when Tyler Perry movie comes into my head. I was like, all right, let me get this dude a shot. Maybe. You know, his drama films tend to be a little bit better than his comedy films. I'll give him a break on that. You know, his dramas aren't great. I still think he was a terrible Alex Cross. But he's not dressing in a dress, so I'll give it a shot. And a fall from Grace. Felt like the worst two hour block of a soap opera I've watched in way too long. Brace relates her story to this attorney who apparently has no idea of being a lawyer and is clearly just watching TV law as her basis for being a lawyer and relates the story of how she hooked up with Jimmy Olsen in a terrible way. And then. We find out that she was scammed and he was running a big scheme on her. But that's not all because if you're paying attention, you clearly know there's no way this young guy is going to be feeling her, right? Then, it's an even greater scam because he's been running this racket with somebody else. I won't spoil it right now, but we will talk about it very soon. Jace Gunner wants to rant for eternity on this. I'm going to let you go first. Let's talk about since you are in the legal field, please talk about this movie from that perspective. Thank you. I
1: think I think the Virginia Bar Association should file a complaint against this movie because there is no way a person who could pass the bar would ever be put in this position. It was like, hey, you're, you're just the lawyer who, who does plea deals. Hey, I'd like to plead guilty to murder. But then when, as soon as I saw you, they said, you're just the plea lawyer. It was like, what? You wanted to plead guilty at the big offset of this movie. And then you're mad that you get the lawyer that just does plea deals. I'm like, okay, the next, the very basics. So you don't get, especially when you are in up for a murder charge. The worst thing you can do is not ask your client any questions and just try and get a plea deal. That's the easy way to di- get disbarred. And trust me, after $100,000 plus of loans, that's not one of those things you want to do, especially because you might have to take another bar exam. Not really on the list of things that are awesome. Uh, then, I understand he, Mr. Perry has a new studio and he really likes it and really uses it. But if you're going to do a courtroom, could you at least put a seal of the state that you actually are using, like to actually make it look like, because most people have at least done jury duty and know what a courtroom should look like. It does not look like an abandoned warehouse just with some paint on it. Um
3: My dude. I,
1: <laughs> right, okay. And then, and then supposedly her leave, I'm sorry, her public defender office boss. Uh who is the lead person, is going to let his person who just pleads out case try a murder case and then he's not even going to assist her as like, you know, first or second chair, you know, kind of actually helping her get through the murder case.
3: Dude, was,
0: why, why was he just sitting there like, yo, you messed that up. <laughs> you messed that,
1: hey, you, you know really what?
3: messed that
0: <laughs> up.
1: Hey, I don't want you bringing shame to the public defender's office, but I'm going
2: to let you do all the stupid stuff. Jason, I'm confused.
0: I, I didn't know why was you Was it a public defender's
3: office? Law. Yes.
2: As a lawyer, was it a public defender's office or was it a law firm? I'm confused because they've said they can't afford things and then this and that, this firm, blah, blah, but they're public def- Please explain no, that to me. A public
1: defender's okay. office would not be able to afford like some expert witnesses because they do have a limited budget and they do have limited resources.
0: Jason, help me out here. Why did Tyler tell her, hey, listen, we're all jammed up. We're busy. Nobody can, can do this case but you because you're going to get the plea. Why was everybody in the office helping?
1: Well, because, you know, after they – because in Tyler Perry's fictional world, public defenders have time to just sit around drinking wine because that's not the case. They are some of the most overworked people in this country, and they don't just have time to sit around Breaking confidentiality with everybody talking, he, there is no scenario where you would see four lawyers talking loudly about a case in the courtroom. I mean, like in the hallways. <laughs> in the hallway, like, oh, I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" If you, I mean, you have lawyers because your lawyers at least helped you purchase that damn building that you run studio out of. Have you ever asked them what they actually do during their day? It was just like the last half of this movie. Because like I said, I watched Bad Boys and came home after midnight. And, you know, thinking like, oh, I might be tired. By the second half when this got to the courtroom drama, I am not a courtroom attorney. But even I'm like, oh, stop. This This is embarrassing to our profession. Someone stop him. Like if you, I mean seriously, if, if this was like any one of your anyone had a lawyer like this, they would literally be like, "I just want this case to get ordered so I can get it overturned on appeal and get a new trial because my defense attorney was incompetent." <laughs> and her, she hey, was so bad. Oh my gosh! Hey, wait. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna let my only witness. In, okay, I'm sorry. Let me go back one more. <laughs> like she supposedly, we don't have money for a blood splatter expert. But then during the trial there's literally a blood splatter expert. It's like are
2: we You saw me? that, right? I was like but, <laughs> no,
3: uh, but I didn't
2: and again like, is this a firm or is this a public defender's office because they've said both. Yeah. And
1: then I'm going to tell you right now there is no way in this case you're going in a murder trial. You're going to get 45 witnesses. Because you did not need 45 <laughs> witnesses. It was just like the judge would be like, "I got other things. I got other cases to do."
0: James, help was, me out with this very important legal thing because you know I'm not a lawyer. Clearly, how maybe
1: a better lawyer or writer than Tyler
2: Perry after this. But
1: how okay.
0: was she accused of murder without a body?
2: Dead silence.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <Just> that, <whole laughs> that was the part of the conversation. "Hey, listen, the there's woman. no body. How is she in prison right now?"
1: Okay, or all right. Okay, here's here. I, I will give you. Eight, I will give you a small bit of okay, maybe. But here's the thing. If the police were not called, I'm trying to, like, were the police called over to her house to check for a dead body? Because nobody was literally looking for this dude.
0: No, no one was looking for this guy. So,
1: it, I mean, it's like, okay. So, this, her son would have been like, hey, mom, there's no body here. We're good. So this dude, after you beat him with a bat, he ran because he's a sucker. We're good. Just clean up the blood, and, and no one's coming for us. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stay on the law because I, <laughs> like, I will let Gutter get on the next part of the necessary rant on this movie. But if there is nobody, no one's going to say, hey, uh, you're, you're guilty of murder. It's like missing person. He ran.
3: Right. He stole
1: all my money and ran. I beat out of him and he ran. Okay, that's, that's yeah, that's a fair point.
0: And why it's was like, she keeping that a secret? Like I can't tell anybody what really happened because what?
1: He stole all my money and I'm embarrassed. You, Get here. I'm sorry, ma'am. Now I'm trying to think. This lady did not look like, say, uh, Lynn Whitfield. Sam Hyatt. Yeah, this this lady looked like your, uh, middle aged church woman. Didn't dress sexy, and it was just like the random dude. Do- okay, I'm like just I'm sorry. Grandma. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I let's say I'm as I say I'm gonna stick to the one part. But it, <laughs> it yeah. was like I'm just judging Nathan Petrelli for deciding he needs to be the random DA to. Ch- for, for the first part of this case and then when it's actually at trial somebody else is doing the argument
0: he would i didn't understand it either but he was the smartest person in the entire <laughs> film oh you're gonna pay me sweet i'm not gonna stick around for this trash but <laughs> it
1: was like oh nathan really he's just bored and, and it was just like all right it, it was funny like I, I was watching it and like, my girlfriend was like that is that that wig doesn't look right for Jimmy Olsen. I'm like, I'm gonna show you what he looks like. It was just like, Yeah, I'm like, Yes. Like, this is what you left Supergirl for, man. I don't think that was the right call. <laughs> it's like maybe they got some more scenes for you on Supergirl. Like, just go go maybe, you know, Clark Kent and and, and Lois too. Maybe you should go into that one,
0: but no, it's just
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna tap out and let, and okay, let Gunner thanks, go thanks. for this one. Yeah.
0: Well, um, Gunner. Let, let's let's set, let me set this up for you here. So um, we find out that our girl, our, our our terrible attorney, she's married to a police officer. Mm-hmm. Said police officer goes, "Oh shoot!" He sees something mysterious that we don't see. So she goes to the house because she's got some some surprising evidence that you know oh, if so you've I'm been sorry. watching the movie. You understand, like, exactly, right away. I spoiled this for my wife because I was like, oh, come on. And she was like, I didn't know. I was like, are you serious? I mean, he should have just put a neon sign. Don't trust her. She's lying. So she goes to the house where Cicely Tyson just <laughs> randomly walks out. Now, this is a huge question mark after the big reveal because it's like, how is she walking around if everybody else in the basement is chained up? But – Um, So she goes in, and she's like, you know what? My husband's a cop. I should tell him where I am. Nah, I'm pretty good. I can figure this out on my own. She goes to the dark basement. People chained up. Yeah, I have a cop husband, but I think it's okay. I can get them out. Jimmy Olsen knocks her out. But said cop husband goes to the same place, and he knows everything that's gone down now. So he goes in and tries to be Mr. Police Officer, and she's like, "Nah, dude, you're not coming into my spot without a warrant." He's like, "Okay, I guess I, I guess that's it." Then he's like, "Wait a second, my wife left her cell phone on the table. Of course, let me call it." And it's like, "Hey, lady." Then he fights her, handcuffs her. Who apparently, it's not enough to take care of her, but he apparently forgets to call for backup.
1: He does not have handcuffs he because he, left, he literally left a random dude when he figured all this out, who he had a dude handcuffed oh to his car. Gosh. He just left oh that dude just gosh. sitting there. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did, he didn't.
3: Even part
0: even part like, he didn't even he tell him. He didn't even tell him. I'm it. about to back up. Get away. Sit here and wait for somebody else. He just moves, and the dude He's is like, I, there. I, I guess I'm gonna okay. have to leave. I'll just so I don't fall the floor. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. He should have been the one that ran. But go ahead, Gunner. Yeah, right. here, floor is all yours. You. Oh
2: my gosh. I was just going to do a general I'll do a, I'll do my general rant after the scene you just set up, the situation you just set up. So he did call for backup before he entered the door. Uh and then went to the basement. You know what I mean? Here's here's eggs. you know, Jimmy Olsen with you know, just a scratch Band-Aid on his head after she done beat him silly in the chair
0: way, scenes way before. Hey, hey, let me interrupt really quick. So we're all black dudes, right?
3: Right. Yes.
0: There is no absolute no
3: way in Hades
0: a black dude is going to talk that much trash on a black woman and keep his back turned to her all that time.
1: There is no way a dude no. is going to smash another girl in their house, and then she catches him, and then he has the audacity to say, you should have joined in. And then sits down and turns his back to her.
0: Yeah, that was that was some straight ridiculous and then like, oh, girl, never happening.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to go on my rant then, if that's the case. Because as you brought that up, I was like, my first part of it was I apologize to black women everywhere for the continuation of portrayal that this man continuously does. Like, First of all, you know, she's so gullible. The main character's so gullible for this crap. Second of all, you know, and then even in this very scene, she's going to let him, like, do that in the bed. And then here's the old girl, you know, the side chick, just okay with it? Like, everything's all good? Like,
1: Well, well the side he chick would I mean, actually this think, this think that was his mom. I mean, like, literally. Like, either way. Chick, either way, but
2: this he, is his pattern portrayal of black women. This is what he does. And I'm like, uh, they're either super evil or super gullible. And that's it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's it. You know, super gullible, I go to church. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this dude. And I got to apologize to all darker skinned dudes, dudes that are darker than me. Because good Lord, he did it again. And then, of course, the cop who was always, was also a bad high top fade wig on. This (laughs) man. Dude, light skinned looking, I need a Shamar Moore looking dude for the cop. That's what I need. So that way people don't get mad at me. Wait, that's right. This is my normal trope.
0: Bootleg Shamar Moore on a diet.
2: This was like bootleg Shamar Moore on a diet with a bad wig on. Oh my gosh. In a in a in a in a in a high school musical cop uniform on. Can, can you make it look on like on the back.
0: brothers version of Shamar Moore with the hair? Thanks.
2: Yeah, appreciate it. And let me touch on that. This whole production looked like something from like when we did vocational stuff at Chantilly High School. Like serious real talk, man. uh. All of it, the wigs, everything looked like. I mean, you got a studio, all this money, all this stuff, and you still do low budget stuff. Like, it doesn't even make any sense to me, man. Like, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Um, like, also touching on the low budget thing, like, oh, <laughs> uh, the extras were just sipping, you know, barely eating in the diner. You remember that part? Like, they were in the diner, and this brother, this, this mm-hmm. white dude, no. Just sitting in the background drinking out of a cup that was empty.
3: Like, oh, yeah. Visibly. How visibly.
0: how how are they getting wine at this diner? Wait. And it was uh, a no. diner that has wine. <laughs> she came through with a wine bottle, like,
3: what? Okay, how I'm many like, times have been in a diner? I've been in silver diner. I've been to silver diner
2: Right. I've been to silver diner. I've been to, like, Waffle House. I ain't got no wine, dude. Like, I don't. <laughs> Diners you like your collection
0: from a wine menu,
2: right? Like that doesn't even make any sense. I haven't got no wine, dog. Like, <laughs> oh, man, and he gonna take her to IHOP for the first date. It's a great date. What? Yeah, it's a diner, like, greasy spoon.
3: This is the only set Dining you had available. available. Yeah, the
2: only thing he had on the set. He's like, I'm going to do this for five days. We're going to do this, this, and this. We're going to that courthouse. And then the new mark, you know, as they come out the courthouse, and then the new mark that, you know, because Felicia Moussa got away, by the way. I'm not spoiling this crap. No
0: how did she me. get away, though?
3: She was handcuffed. I don't what? even know how she got away, Again, but she got desperate. away, put on a new crappier hand wig. Handcuffs.
1: She was right. literally, like, he his one handcuffs. pair of handcuffs to the random dude, that he just said, hey, I'm out. And, hey, I'm just right. going to put your head to the, to the table and you just stay there, okay?
3: Well, okay. Great. Sure,
1: baby.
2: She rolled out. Got her hands uncuffed. Got a new wig. You went know A new mark and trying to fool somebody else. But it's the same building that anybody else noticed. That, that was the exact same building they just came out of one minute earlier.
0: Grace and old girl <laughs> oh, had the same bedroom.
2: Yeah. Everybody had the, the same, same bedroom.
0: same bed. He, he just put a new comforter set on there.
2: <laughs> All right. For real rant time. Here we go. All right. Seriously. This man is terrible. You must be stopped. Like I'm done. I've been. I mean, we've been hip, You know, you've heard me talk about this cat. I can't stay in stage plays. I saw it for real that he made a turn at like the family that prays and why did I get married? And I was like, okay, there's some things that you know they're okay. This is a Tyler Perry movie, but they weren't terrible. Then you know after like he went back downhill, rolled right back downhill purposefully. Uh, why did I get married to and temptation and acrimony which i have to laugh every time i like mention that movie because that was ridiculous the same formulaic tropes it's like you know with the whole faux christian theme i mean this dude is just creating mens- modern day menstrual shows yes i said it Minstrel shows that's what he's doing these people are like performing tropes of black america this and that I mean, that's what minstrel shows did, right? So that's what it is. And like you said, Jeff, your parents, there are plenty of people like your parents who are desperate for a black because that wasn't a thing when they were, you know, let's say 20, 30, whatever, um, or, you know, younger. But, you know, when we kind of grew up in an era where we had like, um, you know, better black movies out, a variety of black movies out. It wasn't just Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood. It was also Rosewood, Friday, Malcolm X, you know what I mean? Blade. I'm thinking about all the movies in the nineties, like just the nineties. Did you
1: really try Four and make Rosewood like a great movie?
2: Rosewood wasn't a bad movie if you look at this stuff that's this this man's work. Come on, man. Uh it was more Rain. or less historically. Hmm? <laughs> Superman,
0: Superman Bing
1: Rain. Rain. I'm sorry. Superman yeah, Bing. Yeah, yeah, Rain yeah. Superman Bing Rain. Called. Okay,
2: fine. And then
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, we, we, I, I took you off here. Your... Go ahead. Continue, please. Yeah.
2: Comparatively to the any Tyler Perry movie, yeah, I watched Rosewood 50,000 times. Seriously. Especially this one. No, I mean, think about it. You got Posse, East Bayou, Bad Boys 1. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. These were 90s movies. But then, you know, like, this kind of crap wouldn't have flown back then. But he kind of, he, Tyler Perry hit the nail on the head right at a time where there was like this lull of Black movies, Black directors have given a chance or whatever. And, don't forget, this is a menstrual show. So, of course, white audiences and white directors and white distributors love this crap. So here we go. Medea, Medea 18, all this crap, some other mess that he makes, all these little things with these tropes, with these, as, as Aaron McGruder made fun of, with these light-skinned heroes, dark-skinned enemies, uh, naive older women, naive younger Black women, and then just the trash-like women, right? That's all, that's literally his own thing. And if you watch Temptation, here's one that's, like, doing great. So soon as she does bad, she gets eight. I'm like, what? No, no, no. Temptation was the there, worst. Dude. Gosh. It was the it worst was like... situation. Like, you were a horrible human being. And you go to this lion's den club because clubs are just lion's dens. And I'm like, dude, this dude is ridiculous. Like, all these faux Christian tropes, all these things. But think about it. Now, you know what I mean? Everybody's starting to wake up after Temptation and Acrimony. People are like, wait a minute. These movies are bad. And I'm sitting here with like a lot of other people like, no crap. We've grown up with better movies than this. This is stupid. So now you got like Get Out, Moonlight, you know, About Last Night. We'll talk about that another day. Um, you know, Girls Trip, Black Panther, Creed. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, wait a minute. These things are shittily written. Like you don't need them. And then the whole thing like, oh, well, he's got millions and he hires black people. You know who else does that? The NFL. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't like this dude. This dude made his money off of minstrel shows, and I'm supposed to be happy about that. What I am cool with is he's built this empire thing. But then after this movie, I'm sitting here like, well, if you built this studio and you got like these trash wigs, crappy sets, shit lighting, sorry to curse, crap lighting, everything that is possibly could go wrong in this in this movie production wise, I, I think I saw a boom mic. Extras just barely, you know, staring at the camera. Extras staring at the camera. Like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm sitting here like, dog, this is what your studio's producing? Come on, man. I blame
0: the writing team, Gunner.
2: Yep, the whole writing team. Just him. Um, Really, you know what I mean? Like, this dude is trash. This dude isn't even trash. Like, someone we were talking about that earlier this week Um, via text. I was just like, this is trash. I was like, it's trash would be a compliment. This is like literally if I let if I took a dump and lit it on fire and left it for like eight days and then took another dump on top of it, that's what this movie is. That's what his stuff is,
3: you know. And, it's, is and it's, I think the sad brand. thing
1: is, we we all have like our, our Facebook friends, and then I've seen a couple, I'm like, this isn't bad. I'm like, what movie are you watching? Because obviously, you have like this movie on your TV, but you're watching something on your tablet or on your phone. Cause there's no conceivable thing where right? you can objectively look at this movie other than just, have, as Jeff said, because there's black people on there. Objectively, just critique this movie like, does this make sense?
2: No, no, I mean, the plot holes, I mean, there's, I can't, like, I, I just can't. Like, okay, all I know is all these, this minstrel show stuff is not necessary nowadays, you know what I mean? Like, the this, the low-budget production Plus, the black tropes means that he's just thrown out there because he knows he has an audience that's gullible. And I'm going to say it's stupid enough to think that these movies are good and spend their money on them. So, luckily on. On Netflix, so if you're already on, you know, I mean, if you're on Netflix, you just flip it on. But I didn't want to mess up my algorithm. Thank you, mother-in-law, for letting me mess up your algorithm and watch this mess on your profile, because I was not touching this mess on mine.
1: Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it on my profile either. I was like, nah, I'm not.
2: Yeah. I'm not messing with mine.
1: I got good movies on here that are actually fine right. for me. Like, but you nah, know what's we're, hilarious we're
0: to me? You guys are saying, I don't want this to mess up my profile. Is there a worse movie that could be put on your profile?
1: They could, they could I ask, recommend you other per, per, movies by this. No.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so then I would like that. No like recommended for you, Acrimony. Recommended no. for you some other boo too
0: is the worst, though. That whole AIDS thing was the worst.
2: Whenever he portrays me, it's really bad. He did that enough for... Yeah, don't get me started on what he did for four-color girls who... da 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 to play. The play was amazing. I'm a... You know, I like plays. I watch plays. The play is amazing. What he did to that thing... The thing that he produced from that play, sorry, it was, was absolutely ridiculous. They, he, like, literally created a character and said, hey, we'll we'll go over it. Go play this. You're good at playing the minstrel shows? Yeah, I said it. So I was just like, you're good at playing magical Negroes that don't really matter in the whole game of the whole plot? Here you go. Hmm. Couldn't stand that movie either. I was just like, I actually sat through that because I was like, well, he couldn't have done that bad. Nope. Tyler very strikes again with bad writing and, of course, his portrayal of AIDS again. Janet Jackson,
0: remember? She was just coughing. I I gotta eat. That's all we need to say about A Fall from Grace, because we could talk about Tyler Perry literally all day. Let's move on to our last part here. So, in our show last week, we talked about the most inappropriate directors to direct classic movies, because we were inspired by the thought of Michael Bay doing 12 Angry Men. And so I asked you guys to come up with some ideas. Um, well, let's keep them to no more than ten. If you don't have that many, that's fine. But yeah, if you have, like yeah, four. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Jace, you want to start us off? I guess he does not.
1: Oh no, 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 no! I, I definitely have my list on this one. It's like, no, nah,
0: I, I just had to actually
1: get my, as usual. I was going to save you guys the sound of ruffling paper
2: that's the, that's what we were looking for oh. I, I know man
1: i know but you can't give the fans everything they want all the time
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay all right my first one ghost directed by ang lee <laughs>
2: there would have been some father issues all over that thing. So oh, yeah.
1: Patrick Swayze, <laughs> is the reason why he's still a ghost is actually because of his father issues. <laughs> like, that's that's, that, that's my first one. Uh, next one. Because uh, this one just needs to be said. A classic movie from 1917. Birth of a Nation. About the glorious uh, uh, ascendance of a clan. Directed by Spike Lee. I think Sp- Spike Lee will give this movie the justice it deserves. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think he will ma- He will put the clan in exactly the light they deserve. Uh, next, I have Pliny's Wood directs Rosewood. There will be no mag- magical negro here. There will somehow be. Then Rames will not be getting up off that uh, thing. He, he will not be getting unlynched. It will be someone, some white guy helping him. It'd be him. It will, no, <laughs> yes, father, father Time will give him a say. He's like, "You should get off. You should get off that lynched that rope boy." Yes. Uh, my next one. Where's uh, where, is, where did we go? Ah. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift directed by Martin Scorsese. Oh god. <laughs> Martin Scorsese will bring the cinema back to the Tokyo Drift. Story of gang- a bunch of, of, gang- of, white dudes and- of gangsters yeah. and somehow magically the, the the triad is all run by a bunch of Irish. I gangsters. I feel like you're
0: missing the, the obvious guys. Martin Scorsese version of that. I mean, he's got a a mafioso type crime unit there to work with. He's like, sign so, me up.
1: <laughs> Again, this this could work out. This this could actually you know work out, but somehow the triad is run by a bunch of Irish gangsters. Uh what else see and you guys talked about mark i mean michael bay with 12 angry men but i really think i found the better movie for M- michael bay i found i think the best classic movie that michael bay could direct is the sound of music
2: <laughs> did anybody else just see a bunch of hills exploding behind? exactly it? <laughs> the hills are
3: literally
1: exploding the Germans have just boosh boosh I mean, just, I mean this orphanage is just you know and somehow there's a sexually orphan somewhere
2: too instead of the puppet I, show they're making bombs <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
1: mean I think we're just missing money here so
0: people, 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 focus yeah.
2: you gotta be careful because somebody's gonna be like, you know what, that's not a bad idea <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's what happened my with Chris God. Rock and Tyler Perry <laughs>
1: uh,
3: okay. All
1: right. and I think my last one is gonna be David Yates of Harry Potter fame directs Dr. Shavadgo Dr. Shivago is a about four hour epic long movie that you really need to actually watch the whole thing. David Yates would cut that thing down to two and a half hours, two hours and 15 minutes, and you would have no story and be like, what did I just watch? So <laughs> I think that's the way to go.
0: Nice job. Yeah. So. All right, Gunner. Let's hear your fab four.
2: I got four great ones. Bell Gibson, the remake, Pride Freedom. That will go wonderful. He'll be like, well, we we'll just get a packet. Oh, wait. All right. Now, my next, we'll go to the next one. Harvey Weinstein to remake Little Women. <laughs> Nothing will go on on that set. I promise you. Martin Scorsese to remake Roots. How that would turn out, I have no clue. And finally, Wes Craven to remake Frozen.
3: <laughs> I'd
2: actually All right, like let's that see. Movie even more, right? I, I I would watch that one. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I was like, dang, that sounds cool." All right,
0: I had Woody Allen directing Little Women, but we were on the same wavelength with that.
3: That's <laughs> <Right. laughs> actually so, better. That's actually better.
2: <laughs> For some terrible, morbid. Reason yeah. that There's
0: is so better. So many reasons why that's a and bad it's, idea.
1: And as soon as it's announced, it's an Oscar contender. Yeah.
2: Probably.
0: And then I have M. Night Shyamalan directing It's a Wonderful Life, twist ending. Oh,
2: God.
0: <laughs> He's not an angel. He was an angel
2: all He was dead all
0: the <laughs> way. Exactly. <laughs> wow. The movie alive. with a twist. And we get M. Night Shyamalan to do it.
1: Nice. I, yes. That, that, that was a good use of M. Night Shyamalan.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. And then for Tyler Perry, I have him doing Boys in the Hood. Oh, because, good thought. Yes, that would be quite the powerful statement on that movie. <laughs> then, cool. while we're also speaking of powerful black movies, I've got Quentin Tarantino directing Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Wait, would you
1: like to see driving scenes of Malcolm? Of Malcolm? Yes, you would.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody's dead. That death scene would last at least 30 minutes.
0: Absolutely. Like
1: Lots it was of blood. Malcolm, it was just Malcolm X Nah, man, it was everybody in the audience. No, it was right. just him.
0: No. no. <laughs> just no. I, actually, if no, Quentin not. directed it, Malcolm would survive the assassination attempt. Oh, uh, let's see. And then I have Spike Lee directing West Side Story.
3: You had a
1: West Side Story too.
0: Good one. And no,
1: that wouldn't be terrible.
0: It probably wouldn't be, but I would. No. I would love to see him doing a dancing musical. Yeah, a lot of rolly yeah. shots yeah you know they'd be singing into the camera as they're walking up with us dancing that <laughs> be awesome.
2: It's like two like days all over again yeah
1: exactly so and like, then my final one where the camera comes with you while like, after somebody gets killed yeah I like that yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, and my final one was Michael Bay directing Bridesmaids <laughs>
2: that poop scene would have been more of an explosion
0: <laughs> There's so much in that movie that Michael Bay I mean, There's all the brides, yeah. all of the bridesmaids would have been ridiculously hot just because. And yeah, yeah. and Wilson Phillips would have just blown apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have just been ridiculous with it. So those are my choices, fellas. Speaking of choices, now is that magical time of the show. Do you guys have any nominees for Dummies of the Week?
2: Of course, it what will be the man I ranted about earlier. Tyler, I don't have a budget, but I do have a budget. Perry, my gosh, Netflix done gave you. This is different to my other, other rant. This is off the cuff. I just thought about it. Like Netflix done gave, you know, Netflix gives money. You know what I mean? Like they got how much money they spent on just TV shows, like Sense Eight. You know what I mean? A few other ones. Like if you don't know that show, look it up and then look up how much they spent on that show, um, for two, three seasons, something like that. And so I was like, uh, okay, so Netflix does have money. They gave you money. You built this jillion dollar studio It's supposed to be bigger than ones in Hollywood and all this stuff. And you can't afford no wigs, dude. No wigs. No No actual to <laughs> get the only shot with five buildings like in the whole studio. Like, I just, this is your production. Like, I don't know, man. Written and directed by Tyler Perry should be a hate crime. That's it. I mean, a week. Tell I me mean, a lifetime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was not expecting that one. He cried. All right. My nominee for Dummy of the Week is Kathleen Kennedy. Um oh, because Wow, yeah. I feel yeah. like getting the Star Wars license, being in the the gatekeeper of Star Wars should be something that makes you Cool, calm, collected, just counting the money. Like, I feel like you'd have to work hard to mess that up. And over the course of time since Disney has purchased Star Wars, it's, or maybe it's not largely, but it's about 50-50. And that's not good because it's Star Wars. And I feel like there's so many ways it is delayed on Disney+. And because apparently there are some issues with the script and um she wasn't happy with things if you paid any attention to star wars under kathleen kennedy basically jj abrams is the only one who has done something where she's been happy with and not to say hey she can't hold people up to a high standard but that standard apparently is not good because last jedi rise of skywalker etc yes we had rogue one but she did Dumped the guys, uh, Miller and Lord, who were working on Solo. Probably would have made a different Solo movie than the one we got, which I liked, but probably would have been different. Um, Based on their success with Into the Spider-Verse, maybe they actually know how to make a hit film. Um, And the Lego movie, while I'm at it. So I just kind of feel like she's squandered so much fan goodwill with something that should have people excited. And with Uh, About 15 Marvel shows coming to Disney Plus soon. Star Wars is lagging behind. And this is an arena where, based off the success of The Mandalorian, they should be rolling with more projects to get that goodwill for Star Wars back. And she's still like, no, no, no. I mean, after a while, maybe the problem isn't with everybody else. Maybe it's you. So, there we go, fellas. Thank y'all for rolling with me as always tonight, or tonight, this morning, afternoon. Thank y'all out there for listening. We will be back. Hopefully I'll be super excited with barely a voice. Um, no, I still got another week before the Super Bowl. So, yeah. I'll, I'll have a voice for the next episode. The one after that, hopefully it's exhausted from me being excited. So, fellas, thank you. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.